Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of July 6, 2018. Happy July 4th for all the Americans here. Happy July 4th, everyone. This is Luna. Yeah, and I'm your host, Ken. It is a Dos Compadres episode.、Uh, Gray, unfortunately, couldn't make it because he had a company function. So, work comes first in those kind of matters. <laughs> yes. So, we'll be doing a little bit of a different format because、um, this kind of format going forward will be used for a future prod- project that we'll be announcing later on. But hopefully, you guys like it, this kind of new format, because it's a little bit more intimate. We'll talk more about our taste in music and what we usually like. However, we kind of set a rule, so to speak.、Um, we're going to be talking about our favorite male artists. It could be groups or it could be solo singers. Our favorite、uh, male artists in the Japanese music industry. Yeah, let me、um, start first and I'll start a little bit older. I'm going to talk about one of my favorite so- artists that I like to listen to. is、uh, His name is Shibata Kyohei. He's a really big singer back in the 80s. So、uh, that kind of dates、uh, the type of music that I usually listen to. And he does a lot of pop and funk and that kind of style. In like disco era, because it was most of the songs that he usually did was in the、uh, mid 80s, early 90s, and during that time, that's when Japan was really like in the disco style type of music.、Uh, one of my favorite songs is、uh, Running Shout by him, and it, it's a perfect energy song telling you to just get up and do whatever you need to do. Kind of thing. And it was my alarm clock for a while, mostly because it was so energetic. <laughs> but、uh, he's still going strong. He hasn't really sung anything recently, but he does like like producing, I believe, now. So, which is really good. But yeah, that that's a, that's a really big artist that I usually like to listen to first thing in the morning. <laughs> What about you, Luna? So, for me, it's a lot harder to choose male artists as I'm more of a female artist person, but of course, I'm going to go by the role. But my favorite, I will say, is Daichi Mira, and I just got into him, and I fell in love with his music. And it was really thanks to the song Excite. I love that song, and it got me to explore. A lot more of his music. And I learned that he was in a group called Folder 5, which I knew who they were, and I had no idea he was in that group as a kid. Oh, wow. He, so, so he's been in the industry for a while then. Yeah, since he was like 10 years old. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that. And I was shocked when I found that out. I'm like, oh, wow, that is crazy.、Um, so. I, I recently got into him, and I, of course, I bought his best album when it was released this year, and I love it. And now I've been slowly getting his other albums because I really, really love his voice, his dance style, and it's something that really gets me going, especially his upbeat songs. Although he has some really, really good ballads. But I would say he has to be my favorite at the moment. 
So I, I do need to explore other male artists too. I used to be a lot bigger of an explorer earlier on and makes me want to get back into that. Especially what's, male singer wise. What's your favorite song by him as of right now? As of right now? Oh, that's a really, really, really hard choice. Um, I mean, it probably has to be Eki. No, it's You. You is my favorite song as of right now. I listen to that on repeat for I don't know how long. Every time I was in the car, I'd listen, I got to listen to it again. Need to listen to it again. <laughs> And I'd be at work listening to it. And I love that song. I love the video. I kept watching the video on repeat for a while. Um, that's definitely my favorite song at the moment. Because it's a really, really cute song. And I think the video is really cute as well. And it's super, super catchy. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so, I'm going to continue on a little bit more back to the older stuff because i i really like the 80s and 90s singers in japan because they brought a different type of style of like kind of like disco and pop and funk kind of things yeah basically mm -hmm. i'm just channeling my inner gray right now but <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh i guess one of my favorite other singers is uh okamura yasuyuki he's actually came back after a short hiatus i want to say back after the 90s or so he came back like i want to say right around the time we went to japan so about mm, four to five years ago now and he sung one of my favorite songs called kalua milk and just dealing with breakups and stuff like that and it's it's really uh, it's really depressing but i really like it um another song that i have um that is 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 more of a uh a uh I guess gathering up your courage kind of song. Hold on, let me um, look it up real fast because it's it's the song that I really do like by him. It's really confusing to say sometimes. It is do do do. Well, it another song is Donacha Tenayo. Uh, it's like what are you doing, kind of thing, and it's 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 an interesting song, but my. Favorite song is uh, Hakirimoto uh, Yuki Ninate. It's like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm gonna do my best to like have courage and do it. Either like asking out someone or going for that job or things like that. And it kind of gives me that confidence to continue on, kind of thing. And that's one of the, the the more exciting things that I do like from him. And this is a more recent song. I think it was made in the. Uh, well, recent being from his stature, like early 90s and things like that. But after that, I mean, he, ha he has such a, a, a big career. You can actually find a lot of his music on Apple Music, his uh, two best of albums. You can find Kalua Milk. That, that if you guys like a nice slow song that kind of makes you think about things. Plus, I always drink. I always listen to this song when I drink Kahlua milk. So, <laughs> just to get in the mood. <laughs> but, yeah, that's another like kind of pillar in the older like male artist industry that Japan had, which is what I really liked. But, you know, uh, what about you, Luna? 
Um, I guess my second one would be. It'd probably be uh, Shota Shimizu, Shimizu Shota. So, where I found out about him was I absolutely loved Milia Kapto, and they did a whole collaboration album together. And before that, they did a lot of other songs together, and I love his voice. He has a magnificent voice, some really, really catchy songs. So, I mean, my favorite song is the du- a couple duets he does with Milia, such as I Love Love Story and Believe is probably my favorite song they did together. But for his solo works, his Colors album is really, really good. Uh, I really liked um, I really liked the song You and I. I thought that was a really, really pretty song. And I love the song Sakura as well. He is a Japanese R&B singer. And he also does some rap as well. And I think he's actually a really, really good rapper. Um, he also is... Yeah, I and funny thing is, is he did a song with Milia, and he I didn't realize he was also one of the people rapping in it until I saw the video. I thought it was just um, I'm trying to think of his name. Oh, that's bad. Um, there was another rapper in it, and I didn't realize it was Shota and the other rapper. And I'm like, holy cow, he's actually really, really good. And later on, he really started going into like bulls. And it really fits with his voice, too, because he can kind of go back and forth. Um, I do recommend checking out his best album, because that way you kind of get the best of all his songs, to be honest. And it's uh, he has a best album called All Singles Best, but it really gives you some of his older stuff he's done, along with some of his newer stuff. Because I didn't realize this, he's actually been around for at least since 08. And I didn't get into him until probably about maybe 2012, 2014, 2012 to 2014. I started getting in him, so halfway through. But I really enjoy a lot of his music. His song My Treasure is really good as well and Goodbye. But he just has a really, really nice voice. Um, and I think... But I, I recommend him if you like R&B and you like that type of style and some hip-hop mixed in as well. I would start with the songs he did with Milia because those are my personal favorite ones. And then I would, I would recommend checking out his best album or, or the best album he did with Milia, their collabo album. And also his Colors album is really good. His Encore album is also really good. So I would like to get more of his albums in the future. I'm just going to continue on for uh, a modern artist now. So uh, this is really funny. Because of this podcast, I've kind of really gotten to really like some of his work. I know Gray might disagree with me, but I'm really liking um, Yonezu, uh, Yonezu Kenshi. Um Mostly because I listen to Lemon almost every single day at work. Uh, I blame oh, that. Oh, wow. So I really actually ended up really liking the song. I like the single in general. Lemon ended up, I ended up really liking it. And um, the Cranberry and Pancake song, it's still my favorite song on the single. But you know, mostly because I've been listening to Lemon every single day <laughs> when I'm at work. And it's a, a very popular song. I still hear it occasionally on like commercials, 
when you listen to Japanese commercials, sometimes they advertise it. And their his latest album, Bootleg, is still really good. I really like Loser on it. Um, Orion is really good too, and Number Nine is also really good on the on the song. And I found out that he also did a collab with Dalco. If you know who Dalco is, she's a kind of up and comer in the uh, like I guess Shibuya K or like uh, she she did the uh, the Me 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 song. If you know what、mm-hmm. that is, yep, yeah, I she, do. I like, I like Dalco. Yeah, so she did a collab song with, with her, with on her,、uh, on her、um, major album that came out, the collab album that came out, like I want to say a couple months ago now. But like, I'm really liking his work now, and I'm actually looking forward to、uh, seeing more by him now. It's mostly because of this podcast. <laughs> So it, it, so it helps you get into more music too. When we check out the Oricon, we end up finding artists that we never would have thought of. Yeah, yeah. Like、um, I didn't think of Doberman Infinity as a, a a type of R&B and rap that I'd actually like getting into. But you know, I'm looking forward to more of their stuff also. If we're gonna be honest, because a lot of it was really good. I I agree. The album it was amazing, and I really want to buy more of their CDs now. I never heard them up until the Oricon, and I didn't realize they actually had a lot of albums before that. So, finding it out is actually really interesting, and it really makes me want to get more into them, and I want to check out more of their CDs now. So, I really enjoyed that album. It was really good. Yeah, you can. You guys, if you guys have Apple Music, you can.、Um, you can find Kenshi Yonezu's pretty much his entire discography on there. Uh, he has two different artist pages. One when he was his major stuff, and、uh, one was a couple of his other like minor stuff beforehand. The、uh, lemon and bootleg stuff is on the the one with his picture. You'll 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 know if you guys、uh, see it. But you know, it's I'm I'm really happy that I found a, an actual artist that I really started to like more so because of the podcast, and that's what. Mostly, this podcast is meant for to learn more about different artists and hear more of their work, right? Yep,、so. it is. It is. It gets you into some stuff you never explored before. So, it's definitely you know changed my perspective of a lot of the groups I was a little biased on. Like, oh, I'd never listened to that, and then I listened to it, and like, I actually really like this. Why didn't I listen to this before? So.、Yeah. But yeah, if you want to continue on there. So, I'm gonna go with a rapper. Okay. I、uh, does that constitute? Does that yeah, does that no, work? No, that's fine. That's、okay. fine. So I like Dozy T. I'm think I, I'm thinking that's how you say his name. I really don't know. So he does a lot of collaborations with people, and that's how I found out about him. And most of his stuff is collaborations. But my favorite song is probably Moe Chidol. Which he does with Benny, and I originally heard her version called Monito, which I thought was really good. But then when I heard his version of it featuring her, it was amazing, and I loved that song so much. And he also did a song with Shota Shimizu called One Love, which was amazing. And he's done a couple songs with Thelma Aoyama, 
and I just really, really like his um, his rap. And he's done so many great songs, so many great collaborations. I actually recommend picking up his best album. And he's been in industry for a long time. It's almost coming up on 15. It's probably over 15 years he's been in the industry. So, but uh, I'm trying to think what my favorite song is. It really has to be Moichido. And that was the one song that really, really got me into him was that. Um, he also did some songs with yeah, Kim, Miss Monday, Aria. I mean, if you like Japanese R&B, I'm sure you've come across him at some point. And um, he's done ones with Katamelia as well. The song, the song Better Days he did with her was really good, too. And... I used to not, I'm not a rap person. I don't really like American rap, but I have a soft spot for certain Japanese rappers. And he's kind of like, it's not just rap, but he has some reggae feel in some of his music too. So I think that's the other reason I like him. And he's been around since 03. So he's oh. actually, yeah, he's been around for a while. And I did not realize that until later you know realize how long he's been around and how many collaborations he's done it's pretty amazing so but i would recommend getting his best album because it has every you know his solo stuff his collaboration stuff it gives you a good mix of his old stuff and his new stuff oh, nice. so that's if you like rap <laughs> <laughs> just just uh, because... specifically rap <laughs> I would say it's not, I mean, he doesn't have a bad singing voice, but he mainly does rap, you know, not like Shota, who does both. And there's a lot of singers who do both, but I still recommend checking him out or checking out at least some of his collabo stuff he's done on YouTube. So. Nice, nice, nice. There, um, do you have a, any other solo artists that you wanted to bring up? Because uh, I, I, I got actually... one. I'll go redhead then. I got another one after you. Uh, I ran out of solo artists. Now that's oh, I got one low. more. I got one more who's solo. Um, there is actually an R&B singer called Simba. And it's C-I-M-B-A. <laughs> and he, I just think of Lion King. <laughs> I know. Actually, when I saw, when I first heard uh, one of his albums. So it was an album I came across randomly. And it was called Words and Notes. And it kind of, I, I heard his name before because he did a song with Hidomi, and I love, love, love her music so much. Uh, he did the song Partner with her, and he is a beautiful voice. So I found this album, Words and Notes, randomly, and I listened to it. I'm like, holy crap, this is amazing. And I would say, I can't, it's hard to say what my favorite song is by him. To be honest, I would actually recommend his whole Words and Notes album. It is just fantastic. He is more of an indie singer. He hasn't really... I feel it, I feel like he doesn't really have a major record label. Um, he does have a ballad best, and I think his ballad songs are just beautiful. And he, ha I, I'm trying to think how to describe... I mean, just straight R&B. I would say, like, the Taeyang of Japanese music. That's the best way I can describe him. That's a 
Interesting image I'm having in my mind right now. I don't know, because Tae Yang has a really soulful voice, yeah. and that's what Simba reminds me of. So that's what I really, I mean, that's what I would think of. And he has a very soulful, soulful, beautiful voice. And you can hear him on a lot of other collabos, but Hidomi was my first where I got into him. And then Words and Notes I picked up next, which is really, really good. He hasn't done anything recently, actually. He hasn't done anything since 2016, which is a little disappointing. He does do a lot of indie concerts in Japan. Um, but it... If you get a ch- if you live in Japan and you get a chance to see him live, I would definitely take the chance and see him because I've seen clips of his live performances on YouTube and they actually are really good. So that would be my last male singer. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we're just gonna move on to groups now, and um, I don't know what you'll define as a group because. We have a couple of duos in here, too. Yep. Yeah, and uh, people that actually do a lot of collab artists. Um, so I'm going to do the one that we mostly uh, have a mutual on first, uh, and mm-hmm. that is M-Flow. Yes, I yes. love M-Flow. So I, was, I re-listened to their universe, their M-Flow universe, um, album, which is a beefy album. If you guys have a chance to get that album, it's it's pretty much their entire discography up to Tripod second EP, which is their latest single. And oh my goodness, it, if you guys need a crash course on Mflow, that is the perfect album to do so, because <laughs> a lot, a lot of their older stuff, all their collabs, all their love love series is on that on that that album and what with lisa what is your favorite song by them luna that's a really really hard decision um i i for with lisa yeah god damn it (laughs) because there are a lot of songs i really really like with her in it the first song i probably ever heard with her in it was been so long that was one of them and that is a really good song come again which everyone knows i feel like that is probably one of their biggest songs with her in it um how you like me now that one has recently become one of my favorites again because it was also one of my favorites but recently i just started listening to that over and over i'm like this is such a great song yeah one of the um one of uh, one of the lines in it is going around like a kaiten sushi. So <laughs> yep, I just yep. laughed so hard when I first heard that. <laughs> I know, and it's one of those albums that is just—I mean, that songs that's just amazing. Their song "Hands," oh my god, I love that one too. I mean, there were so many great songs with Lisa, and I also loved when she did do "Tripod Baby" because that's another song that when she did part of the collabo album album that is an amazing song as well so for me it's always a hard choice to pick mine with lisa because there are so many good ones um yeah you know there there's a lot of songs that i like by them um i my my hands down favorite one uh, to be ironic there is hands hands is probably my favorite song by them love or truth is always it's like a really close that, second. 
That's a really good one, too. Um, if I wanted to go for like that kind of hip hop feel, Quantum Leap is also good. I listen to that song every day too. It's it's in my my work playlist. So I listen to a lot of their stuff. Um, Come Again is always good too. Um, Prism is always good. Um, but if I had to choose like a top one or top two, it it would be Hands with Lover Truth. A close second. So yeah, that's yeah. it's hard because they really had so many good songs that it's I can't just pick one or two. I feel like with Lisa and even without Lisa, they've had really good collaborations. Um, I mean, <laughs> that that was gonna be my next question. Um, what is out of your favorite of their love series? Which is your so. Favorite? My favorite is, it's the one with Yoshka and Emily. Oh. Um. Uh, I'm trying to find it now on my, my iTunes because I have all their songs pulled up and it's not pulling up and I'm really mad. And I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Hold on, I got my iPod in front of me. I shouldn't be blanking on it because I know every single word to this song. I have listened to it. The, uh, the other side of love is just with Emily. Dopamine was with Emily and Diggy Moe, which is another fantastic song. Love Comes and Goes. Loves, that's that's probably one of my top five. Oh, I got my playlist on here. Let me find it off my playlist. Um, that's definitely one of my top five. Oh, Loop in uh, My Heart. Because I love Hino. Hmm? Loop in My Heart. Yes, Loop in My Heart is probably my favorite song. And Love Comes and Goes, because it has Hino Uchi Emi in it. And also the one they did with Heartsdales. Um... That was really, really good. Starstruck is amazing. And Miss You with Melody and Ryohei. Oh, man. Uh, I that... know even the rap part to that. I mean, I can sing Melody's part perfect. I can karaoke to that shit. And also Rewind with Crystal K. Love Bug with Boa. Um, I even like the Bonnie Pink one, which I didn't like at first. Oh, Love, so- love Song is my, probably my favorite. I love it. One of my favorites by them. <laughs> the first time I heard it, I didn't like it. And, and I love Bonnie Pink. But I the second time I heard it, I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I like the song the first time I heard it? And I love that song. It's so good. Um, love it Tommy. is a really good one. Love Tell Me is good with Nami A. I do like that one. It's a, it's not my favorite. It's definitely not up there. Um, it's it's ironically it's one of my favorite songs by Nami. And there's a lot of songs that I like, but I always come oh, back yeah. to this song. It is really good. And one day with Melee loves uh, M Flow. I love one day. That is such a good song. I actually like the remix better. That's on her first album. Uh, they remixed it. The remix is a lot more upbeat, but I love both versions because they both have a unique sound to them. And Taste Your Stuff with Benny K, that's another really good one. Um, oh, man. I'm, there's I'm, just, ju- I'm just, I have one day stuck in my head now. <laughs> I know. I know. Now, I really want to watch. I actually have a couple of their concerts. I have the Beat Space Nine concert, and I have the Cosmicolor concert, and their tours are amazing. So, and I like that they bring in a lot of the special guests. And when Benny K couldn't appear to do Taste Your Stuff, Emily and Yoshka did that song with them. And it sounded so good. I mean, I love Benny K, but it was really good seeing like Emily and Yoshka step up and do some other collabos with them. Oh, 
I, I, I love seeing them. They were watching those DVDs. Like, I'm so happy I have them because they can put on a great show. But, and also Let Go with Yoshika. That's such a pretty song. Yeah. Uh, I also loved Love Me After 12 A.M. Oh. I really liked the singer Alex. And I didn't know who he was until I heard the song. And I ended up looking him up and found out he was a Korean singer. Part of Classic High Project. I ended up buying his solo Korean works along with Classic High's albums. <laughs> just because I loved his voice in that song. I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> So I feel like Mflow got me into so many other artists because of their collabos. I ended up buying, you know, Emily, Yoshiko, Sewell, Milia is the reason the reason I got into her is thanks to Mflow. Same with Benny K. Um, Bonnie Pink was one of the reasons I I, I kind of discovered her. But I, th- I think um you know, this will be a later on down the line. Mostly because they did just make a comeback. We should really try and do a M-Flow podcast. Uh, Otter Spotlight I, on that. I would love that. And I if, if not, we can th- we can make it a side episode and just have me and you do it. Because we can probably talk about M-Flow for quite a while. We could. Um, I don't know how Gray would... I think Gray might like some of their stuff. I, I, from the beginning till now, I still... There's so many great songs by them. And I... I got back into them again since they're coming to Expo next week, which I'm really upset I can't go. Yeah, I, uh, but yeah, they're performing next week. If you guys are going to Anime Expo or this week, if you guys went to Anime Expo, you guys were in for a really big treat because I think Crystal K also went. Yeah, she's gonna be there, and yeah. I I love yeah. Crystal K. And if they do Rewind, I will cry because that's such a great song. Or Boyfriend Part 2 at Verbal. That's another great song. Oh, I love that song. And I also loved um, Love Don't Cry. That was another really good song. Oh, Ugh, I There's going to be some... You're going to be in for a treat seeing them live. And they don't disappoint. I, I own a couple of their concerts. And they're a artist that you just love. And they have got me into so many other artists... And they're one of those groups that I got into early on. And if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't have discovered half the artists I have. So they're a special group to my heart, to be honest. Yeah, one of the uh, the first Japanese CDs I ever got was um, was their Award Supernova. And, and just that, that just changed my entire life on music industry. For Japanese, mm-hmm. anyway. Tripod was one of my favorite songs. Let Go, mm-hmm. Love Bug, mostly because I really loved Boa at that time. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, Miss You was really good. I, I was able, I would always, I was able to do Melody's part, and my friend would do Ryohei and the rap part. <laughs> so I've it's, been it's both, so but funny. It, it's so hard to do it all. Um, but I, I know Melody's part by heart because I, I also was a huge Melody fan. And I still love Melody, even though she doesn't do anything anymore. But Hawaii I really, one. really. <laughs> huh? She's from Hawaii. You know that, right? I know. I know she is. Her and Yuna Ito from Hawaii. Yeah. But um, I love Melody. And I love that song because Miss You is just an amazing song. And I also love when Lisa came back and did with Emi Hinauchi. And that was um, 
Love Comes and Goes. That is such a good song. When they did that song, I'm sitting there, like, watching the music video crying because it's so good. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It, it, uh, now I want it. I got my iTunes open. I'm like, I really, really want to play all these songs again. And I'm like, I, like, I, I, I want to buy Universe, but I have most of Enflo's albums. I have a good chunk of them. Yeah, like, uh, probably a lot of the, the last part is from their latest album, the, I think it was the, the third or the, the remix one that uh they did when they tried to come back back when uh uh future as wow nevin yeah yeah one i don't have those see i need to get those they did a lot of um, other unique remixes with that i think they did one with i want to say 21 Oh really? Because yeah. I um I love Twenty One actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. They did. A yeah, song they did with one with Mako. They did. Um, they did one with Matt Cab, who I really like. They did a song. Wow, with they... Soul Dalco. from Big Bang. Yeah, aka Taeyang. Yeah. Tae-Yang. <laughs> Sorry, I still call him it. Oh, they did one with Ayumi Hamazaki. Um, I'm gonna be buying this album after this podcast because <laughs> I don't have it, and it has a Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm gonna be trying to find this now. Um, Yahoo Auctions, here I come. <laughs> Well, maybe I can, I can possibly find it when I'm in Japan. If you find it, yeah, I th- there's some good stuff on here, and if you get the Blu-ray one, it has a concert on here. Oh wow! Yeah, sure. it has a concert with it. It has a pretty good set list too, with the concert. It looks like Amelia um, yeah. looks like appears on it. Oh wow! Um, oh, she just one day and Lover, which I don't know the song Lover, but there's some good songs in here, so. I would love to get a hold of this because um, I I kind of stopped after Cosmicolor and I bought a lot of their best stuff after that, but I haven't had a chance to get Square One Nevin or Futures Wow, and I regret that, and that's going to be my next task. But it's like, should I buy Universe or finish the rest? Because I have you know Planet Shining, Expo Expo, Astromatic, Beat Space Nine, Beat Space Nine, Cosmicolor. I have some of their works best. I have, I have the award supernova like you do. Yeah. So. If you guys are able to, if you guys want a, like a small sample of like pretty much all their songs without buying Universe, because Universe is a, it's a, it's a pretty big investment if you guys. Oh yeah. If you guys don't necessarily like their style, it might be a pretty big investment. Buy maybe one of their Inside Works. Inside Works four or three, I think comes with like a. A sixty-song like remix, like it's like a a small like minute and a half to a minute, um, sample of sixty songs of like a lot of their best work. Yep. So if, if you guys are able to get that, and if you guys want to just like have a small sample of what you possibly kind of will expect from them, and then after that, if you want to take the big step in and buy Universe, that would probably be my recommendation. And yeah, I, I agree with that. Some of the stuff on the inside works aren't even on Universe. Um, for example, they don't have the Nishinokana song that they did. Really? Yeah, it's uh, called Kimi no Koi. But Verbal was technically... Oh, that's a great song. I lo- that's actually one of my favorite Nishinokana songs. Uh, they also don't have Bump Bump. It's mostly because during this time, it was just specifically Verbal 
doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Bump Bump's a really good song. If you're a Boa fan, you probably heard it. Um, I really like that song. Personally, I really like Ism. Ism is really good. Ism is, yes, that's on her Identity album, and Identity wasn't a very good album, but Ism was really good. Bump Bump was really good. Um, I mean, there were some other good ones in there, but anything with Verbal, I, I really like a lot of the stuff he's done. I mean, he he can make a song. I mean, turn it into amazement. Yeah, so, just, I haven't... he's been in the industry for quite a while, so he knows how, like, R&B and rap evolved with the Japanese style, so... I kind of really like that. So, if you hear, if you guys hear songs featuring specifically verbal, you're in for a treat because his certain style that he has is really good. Yes, I agree. He did a song with May J too. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, um, it was on her first album, Baby Girl. Actually, um, I what song? I've been blanking lately. I swear my brain has been fried from work. But I remember when he, it was, um, it was Here We Go. And that was actually one of her singles. And Here We Go is an amazing song. I love it anyway. But his rap is awesome in it. Have you heard that song, Ken? I've I've heard about it, but I haven't gotten the chance to listen to it. Oh, it's really good. Um, actually, the whole Baby Girl album is amazing, but Verbal Song in that, I absolutely love Here We Go. I tried to do it at karaoke, but I suck. Because I, I don't have that, I don't have the vocal skills, but it is a really fun, it's a, more of a, it's like a hip-hop type of song. It's like hip-hop, but it's pop. Um, I wouldn't, it's really hard to categorize it, to be honest, if you guys get a chance to check it out, she, I don't, she was under Sony at this time, so it might be a little harder to find. But if you can find it, it is an amazing song. It should be on her best album, though, that she released. But that is a great song that I love with Verbal in it, because he can make any song amazing. And when I, I was so excited when that single came out, because I'm like, oh my god, Verbal's in it. <laughs> That's always my expression, like, oh my god, he's in it. I gotta listen to it. So, and he's produced a lot of the Japanese R&B works, too. You know, he's done so many great collabos. Um. <sighs> but, but yeah, <laughs> we went on, like, a lovely um, 10, 15-minute rant about Envla. But it's just that they've been a, a very big staple in the, the R&B and the R&B and uh, rap side of the Japanese music industry we can't help but talk about them for a while I think we we should really do that uh, artist spotlight on them and mostly because they, they speak agree. English though <laughs> they do I mean his rap is perfect um, I mean his English is perfect sorry and I and same with Lisa and you know but uh, I don't know I've never heard Taku Takahashi really speak much yeah. So I, I'm very curious because he seems like a very quiet person. He he responds on Twitter quite often. I remember he, he got, does. I, I I remember he got under quite some hot fire because he was bashing the music or uh, the idol music industry, saying that uh, it's this is what the future of Japan's music industry has come to. I remember I, that. I, I 
I understand from his point of view because they they carry on a a specific genre of the Japanese music industry, and it's kind of hard to go against what is popular now. Mm-hmm. But if you produce really good work and really don't have that stigma, you'll get back on there, and you know. Unfortunately, I feel bad because of, I mean, their 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 comeback revival single didn't chart. But I I did too. I really I was hoping it would because I seeing them come back with Lisa was a big deal for me. You know, seeing them all together again as a trio. And I'm really hoping that you know their next one will you know make it up there because I want to see them do really good and come back. Yeah, they deserve it. They deserve it. They've been in the industry for so long. They see what mm-hmm. the new trends are for this like type of style. Mm-hmm. But so I will say he is responsive on Twitter because um, I'm a Game of Thrones fan. I will say this, and I was tweeting. I commented on one of his posts about Game of Thrones, and he responded back to me and ended up retweeting me. Oh, nice. And he seems like actually a really nice guy. This was on my personal Twitter, and I used to be on there a lot more, and I. And I followed him, and he's very responsive. He he's he will actually reach out to a lot of fans and talk to you on there. So he seems really cool, like very down to earth. So, but yeah, so I'm gonna move on to our next uh, next artist here. Um, our, obviously, if you've listened to me or for us for a while now, you'll know that I'm a big Arashi fan. And mm-hmm. they are the reason, uh, legitimately, they are the reason why my Japanese got really good. Um, because I would watch all their dramas, all the variety shows, and I would shadow them. And that's instantly how I got much better at Japanese fluency-wise. So, uh, Odyssey is like a... If you guys don't know, um, they are a Johnny's group. They've been in the Johnny system for a quite a long time while now i think they're the third longest that is still continuing on no fourth i'm i'm mistaking myself there because uh i believe it is map oh no yes map is still somewhat together um <laughs> uh, and the yeah they've been together since 99 yeah since 99. yeah that's amazing yeah so they've been They've been together for uh, quite a long time. Do you, Luna, do you listen to? Well, we've we've listened to King and Prince, and that was probably our our first like major exposure to Johnny's for everyone else that kind of don't know us. Do you usually listen to Johnny's stuff? Yes and no. So I actually know who Arashi was because my Japanese teacher when I was in college was obsessed with Arashi so we would actually watch Arashi videos occasionally and that actually did help you know she like she was a huge fan um she's been to the several other concerts so I didn't know who Johnny's was at the time as I was never really into too many like boy bands in general, so I didn't realize they were part of Johnny's. I will say that I knew who Arashi was, though. And until recently, or somewhat recently, I always hear Johnny's, you know, they pop up occasionally. Uh, but 
I have listened to several of their songs and I really have liked what I heard. I've never dived in too much. So I, I really want to pick up a couple of their best albums because I've liked what I've heard. Yeah, if, um, if from Arashi. If you guys are interested, um, all the best. They're their five uh, X ten album. Uh, it's it's kind of old now, but it it has pretty much all their big singles on it. I'm pretty sure they're gonna do a five X fifteen pretty soon because their fifteenth year already or is passed, I believe. No, I think it did. Yeah, yeah, it passed already a long time ago. They'll be coming up. Uh, on they might be twenty. Their twentieth. I have a feeling they'll do something big for twenty. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Twenty years, and you know, yeah, they all, for the most part, they all love each other. They, they I don't see them getting to big arguments with each other, mm-hmm. uh, um, on camera anyway. From what I've been seeing, my uh, good friend is actually, well, like one of the biggest Odyssey fans in Hawaii. It's. It's very interesting. <laughs> it's uh, very interesting to just go on her Twitter site and just s- repost a bunch of Arashi stuff. <laughs> and I've, I've been exposed to, like, SMAP. Um, V6, I actually did not know V6 was Johnny's until a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, I guess because I have listened to them, but I never realized they were part of Johnny's. Um, same with Taki and Subasa, I didn't realize they were part of Johnny's. I knew Heisei Jump was, and I knew Kiss My Feet was. I knew about Cartoon because I did like Cartoon. Yeah. And one of my Japanese teachers was also, uh, the one who was a huge fan of Ada, she also loved Cartoon, and we watched some Cartoon stuff. Um, and Boa also, I think, did something with Cartoon years and years ago. I want to say they appeared in a show together, and I watched it. Um, what's what's uh, but, an interesting fact about Arashi, they actually formed in Hawaii. Their their first really? yeah their first debut performance so to speak was in Hawaii, so they might come back for their twentieth year to go do something. They did something for their uh, when we came back or when I came back like legitimate. They had a a, a anniversary concert. I was lucky enough to go, um, and uh, it was really weird being one of the probably twenty guys out of five. Or fifteen thousand people there. <laughs> wow. So it was interesting, <laughs> and then probably one of the best experiences in my life going to those concerts. If I had to pick a favorite song, oh, this is um, this is gonna be hard. Um, I really like Love Rainbow. If uh, Love Rainbow is a really good uh, melody type of song, uh, Matsujun, uh, Matsumoto Jun, if he's a re- he was the main guy in Hanayori Dango. If you guys don't know, I I do I do actually know who Matsumoto Jun is, and I also know who uh, Sakurai Show uh, Show Sakurai is. Yeah, Sakurai I know who he is too. He's, uh, he's so, my favorite member. <laughs> I actually liked him before I realized he was a member of Arashi. <laughs> I didn't know who he... No, I'm not, same. I didn't realize him and Matsumoto Jun were members of Arashi till later. Yeah. I guess because I watched more movies than that. And then later on I realized 
and my friend told me and I'm like wait what and you know and I kind of hit like oh did not know that I was a little oblivious to some of that yeah so my favorite song by them has to be the Kotoba Yori Daisetsu na Mono um it it was part of a drama called Stand Up and that drama was the drama that uh made me focus in on Japanese a whole lot more, so to speak. Uh, to the point that I watch it every every summer to this day. And I'll be uh, visiting a lot of the, the places where that drama takes place in. Granted, it's probably like a lot of the stores aren't there anymore, probably, but I always try and go. It's in Shinagawa. So if you guys are able to uh, listen to that song, that show's rap in it is really good. And I always try to sing it and... He just sings too fast. <laughs> so I do horrible at it. But yeah, I mean, Odyssey, if we ever do an uh, an artist spotlight on Odyssey, God help you guys, because that is going to be like an hour to two, three hour show. Cause That'll be a- one that'll take me, a, I'll have to do like a month of diving in, because I feel like I really would like to listen to a lot more of their work. Yeah. So I'm probably going to pick up a couple of their best albums to dive in. Yeah. Um, but this is a group that they have a lot of albums, a lot of singles. And this is, I mean, I would like to check more of their stuff out, to be honest. So. Yeah. If we ever do out of spotlight, God help us, because it's going to be, it's mm-hmm. going to be a journey, <laughs> so to speak. Yes. Yes. I mean, 20 years of music. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, let's continue on with your next Next group. Okay, I'm gonna go with Flo, who you will get to see live um, this week. Yes. So, I actually got to see Flo live at Anime Central in Chicago. It was I'm trying to think what year I went. It was the year I graduated. One of the when I got when I graduated one of the colleges. Um, that was. Oh, 2011. Yes, that was 2011. I saw them live at ASED. And I remember waiting in line for a good while to get to see them live. And they were amazing. They were worth it, worth every bit of it. Um, the concert was free along with the ticket. And it was an amazing concert. I will never, ever forget. They put on a great show. They actually threw their drumsticks in the audience at the end of the show. They threw their guitar pick. They were very, very great with the fans. They interacted with them. Um, I discovered them actually through one of my friends and I didn't realize they did anime music. I, I saw their video go because I heard one of my friends said this is a really weird music video and I watched it and it, you've seen, have you seen it, Ken? Yes. Yes. So you know what I mean? So watch that video. It is weird, but it is awesome. And that's when I discovered it was actually a theme for Naruto. And um, that's actually one of my favorite songs by them. My actual favorite song by them is probably Days. Oh, my goodness. I love Days. That. I'm, I'm reminded Uh-oh. of the music video for Days also. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They have so... some interesting videos. Um, Colors <laughs> is also a really good song. But I really, really like them. And they, they do a lot of anime music, so I'm sure a lot of people have been exposed to them before i actually have their best single collection which i was able to pick up when i was in japan 
2014. And it's kind of cool because it does come with a DVD of all their music videos, which I saw a lot of them before, but a lot of them I didn't get to see. So it was a treat watching all their videos and seeing them live was one of the best experiences. So they're definitely a favorite group of mine. I like their combination of like rock, rap, you know, pop, like a different mixture in their songs. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to their uh their concert. I'm, I'll be going to it tomorrow, technically. <laughs> so. <laughs> Holy cow! Is it really tomorrow? You're gonna be going? Yeah. So that's when it <sighs> when it happens. So. I, I'm actually excited for the set list because it's Logan Monster, and I ended up with Flo and Kizaki Kaz like right before them. So. You're gonna see it. They do a great. You're gonna see a great show, and they. I'm really really jealous. Actually, I would love to see them live again. But yeah, Days Days is a really good song, and a lot of yeah, a lot of people cover the song. And in fact, I think in uh, to talk about Bang Dream just a little bit, uh, they <laughs> actually they actually released their cover for it for Days because it was in the oh did they I yeah, might have they, to check that out because they did a cover for it for Days and the singer for the main singer that does the uh, cover for it is put really a lot of her heart into that song so it's i'm gonna really have to check that out but yeah Flo is is an amazing band i we should do an artist spotlight on them too mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I we could too i would i really want to get more of their albums i only have their best single collection which came out in 06 yeah. so i need to get caught up on their newer stuff but i've loved what i've heard from them and Hopefully, get we'll get some more stuff in the future. Hopefully. So. But yeah, um, I'm gonna continue on with another band here. Uh, mm, another one of my favorite ones is Asian Kung Fu Generation. Oh my God! Yes, yes. Um, I've seen them live many a times now. I've I actually went to uh Nano Mugen Festival, which is their their indie they're pretty much their indie spotlight stuff. A lot of indie bands and like um really big bands actually go there. Uh Good Morning America went there, kinda of Boone went there before they blew up. Uh Kudadine always goes there. Straighteners went there. A lot of a lot of bands go to there. And if you're if you are able to go to Nano Mugen. I, I don't think they do it anymore, but if you were able to go to Nano Mugen at that time, you were you kind of made it. You are going to be spotlighted all over. And, oh my goodness. I, I got to a lot of their live, live music festivals when we were in Japan and Asian Kung Fu Generation. If you guys... If you guys watch Naruto, they, they did the uh, Naruto theme song, the second one, I believe. Um, yeah, they also did Fullmetal Alchemist uh, rewrite. Yeah, they did rewrite. They did Bleach After Dark. Uh, Ooh, that's a good one too. Uh, uh, Erase. Was it Kimi? Was yeah. it Kimi no Machi Made? Was from Naruto? Uh, it was. Do, do, do. Or, um, I didn't. I didn't watch Naruto. Beyond. So um, Far and Beyond. It's uh, 
Hakata Kata or something oh, like that. Oh, oh, ha- Haruka Kanata. Yeah, there we go. I'm trying to think of hey, Japanese. I, I've never watched Naruto, but I know a lot of their songs in general. Um, their Solfa album is my favorite. Oh, man. Uh, that you, was the first I bought by the, them. Did you get the re-recording from 2016? No, I don't have the re-recording. I only I have the original release. It's so good. It's so good. If you, if you get a chance... If, um, try and get it. They're Kaigondori. The remix for Kaigondori is really good. Is it really? Yeah. I'm going to see if I can get on Amazon Japan. Kyo, don't kill me because now I want to buy more Asian Kung Fu Generation because I, I, I did recently purchase feedback file from um, a Japanese seller I follow on eBay. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for it to come in the mail. It got shipped last week. Uh, um, one or two. There, you know, there's two. <laughs> first one. I the, got first the first one is really one. good. Um, Siren um, 2 I got the limited is like a, Siren 2 is like the best song in my in my mind. Really? Uh, um, I bought tie. it because it had the DVD. And the DVD comes with live performances. Oh, and that's why I'm really excited. Because I love watching artists live. And I would love to see them live. And they perf- uh, perform Loop and Loop live, rewrite. Kimito, Yuhana, um... And I love Loop and Loop. Loop and Loop is actually the first song I heard by them. And I actually have a story of how I found them. And it wasn't actually through anime. So um, where I live, we don't get many Asian channels. It's very rare. And I had I had cable growing up in high school. And I we got an Asian channel. And it was originally called the International Channel. And then later got switched to the Asian American Channel. And I started watching this channel. And they had something on there called Pop Japan TV. So it was like a half hour program and they would showcase Japanese music videos. I, I still have some recorded on VHS. <laughs> this shows how long ago it was. And it was mainly Sony artists. So I'm guessing Sony owned this program. And this is how I discovered Asian Kung Fu Generation is one day they popped up and it was their video for Loop and Loop. And I, I never forgot this video because it was really weird. And it was a very unique song. And it really stuck with me. And that was the first song I ever heard. And I would tune in every week to watch Pop Japan TV. I recorded it all the time. And occasionally they have specials with live performances. And I remember I discovered Crystal K on there. And so many other artists. But I'll never forget Asian Kung Fu Generation on there. Whoa, that was thunder. Holy cow. Sorry. I didn't know it was supposed to storm today. (laughs) Well, hopefully... Oh boy, it's it's over 100 degrees where I'm at right now, and the heat index is probably 107. It's awful. Well, yeah. hopefully the electricity doesn't go out while we're I'm hoping not either. Um, I I mean, it's really bright outside. I don't... There, It's not dark in here yet, so that's a good thing. It could be far away. Who knows? It usually misses where I'm at. Um, but yeah. back to Asian Kung Fu Generation. I had to share that story because... You know, Loop and Loop is actually a very special song for me for that reason. You know, um, hearing that song in high school, and this is one of the first albums I actually bought by them. I was really excited to find it, Solfa, and I I picked it up in 2014 in Japan. And I, I was just like, oh my god, this has so many good songs on it. It It's amazing. So I... I'm excited to get feedback file because it has some really, some other really good songs on it. I have not heard it yet. And it has a live of Riri and I love that song too. So. 
We should uh, do an artist spotlight on them. <laughs> there's, there's so many I want to do artist spotlights on now when we're talking about this. And yeah. you made me realize there are more male singers and groups I like than I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, si- Siren 2 is a really good song. It's in like eight minutes, though, so just be aware of that. Um, Hold Me Tight is also a really good song. Rocket Number 4. Oh, man. Feedback File is a really good a really good album, and, and if you guys don't know, Feedback File is a lot of a uh, lot of their their um their B side, so to speak, on their albums. So, but yeah, uh, let's continue on. Do you have another a uh, group artist here? I do. I'm gonna go with Orange Range. Ooh. And yeah, you do you remember them? Yes, I do. So I, they did the opening theme song for Bleach. They did Asterisk, which was um, one of my actual exposures was kind of through Bleach, but it was also through Pop Japan TV. I, it was on, it was on the Asian International Channel. I remember their video for Asterisk, actually. I'm pretty sure it was on there, but um, maybe it wasn't. It, I, there were so many programs on that, that channel, and it was really exciting to get to see a lot of these. When it was around, it doesn't exist anymore. You know what? I think it was because they were under, they became under Sony later. But I love Asterisk. That's actually one of my favorite songs by them. And Zung Zung Funky Music. I remember watching, I remember watching that video for it. It was on Pop Japan TV because I'm like, what is this? This is so strange. I don't know what to think of this. But I have their best album, Orange, which I do recommend because it gives you a best of works, you know? gives you a good um it gives you a really really good overview although it's in one of their older best albums so more of their old stuff but asterisk is a top song zung zung funky music is so weird i also love local lotion when i saw that video i'm like <laughs> oh my god and i kept thinking locomotion do the locomotion <laughs> um but they're a very interesting one, and I I really like them. And they're from Okinawa, same as Naomiye. Mm-hmm. So they were they had a very unique sound. You know, uh, it, this is uh, something very very funny. Um, my childhood friend, her cousin is the guitarist in that band. <laughs> wow! Really? Yeah. Um, I remember I was talking to her about it, and she goes, oh, is, you mean this person? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my cousin. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was, like, freaking out about that. That's awesome. Unfortunately, I don't really talk to her anymore, but it's it was just so funny when I found that out. This is when I was starting to get into Japanese music, and I was talking to her about Orange Range, and she was like, that sounds very familiar. And she was telling me about all this stuff, and she showed a picture of her and him together when they when she went to Okinawa. So. That's awesome. Um, that's really neat. It's one of those bands that... Uh, the sky is, it's half dark, half not dark. I was curious because I heard more thunder. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's probably going to miss us. So that's what it looks like. So not a big deal. Um, but yeah, Orange Range is an interesting one that one of the first Japanese bands I actually got into. And I feel like Pop Japan TV, which 
really introduced me to a lot of um, groups and bands that I never would have thought of before, you know? Yay, so. for, the, yay for the the international channel. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, Orange Range is a, a really good band. I, I really did like Ashrock from them. So... And I was quite worried for a while because uh, they weren't doing anything. They they've been starting to get back into the swing of things recently, but it looks like it. Um, it looks like uh, they had an album. They got an album coming out this year, actually, because they were absent for a little while. It looks like, um, but their album comes out the end of August. Oh wow! Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, August 29th. It's called Eleven Piece. Um, so and the last studio album they had was from 2015 they did have a mini album last year though so but um yeah they kind of were absent for a while they still have most of their original members for the most part so which is awesome but they they've had really really good oh hana was also a really good song by them and uh Michi Shirube was really good, and Viva Rock was really good. Oh my, they had some really good songs. Man, it's been a while. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be putting in my CD this week in my car. <laughs> I am. This, you know, brings back some memories. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, let's move on to. Um, I'm gonna move on to my next group artist here and um it's going to be exile <laughs> this is, I, I knew it this this um if you have seen anything on the site i i i try i really really try to introduce a lot of different artists but you know a lot of the bigger artists is what i always do news on and it's Exile is one of the biggest things right now. Um, they just, if you guys uh, just saw, they released their their last Exile Friday song, and that was like a six month journey to see their progression of what they've been doing. And I'm super excited about the album. <laughs> um, they've been going on for quite a while. They have pretty much their own record label at this point. <laughs> With all the the subgroups and e girls is a spinoff of them, and I, man, happiness, man, I love happiness. I I do too, but I don't. I want some of their albums. Eventually, when I go back, I'm gonna stock up. Um, unfortunately, they don't do anything as happiness anymore. They just do things no, it's as all e girls. I know. E-girls. Same with Dream. I love Dream, and they're not together anymore. They just got folded in with e girls. I know it's... all of them did because Flower did too in a way. Yeah. So. so I'm I'm. I was a little disappointed with that because I was hoping for another Dream album before you know, and then they started E Girls, and then Dream stopped really doing singles, and then Imi left, and then you know now Dream's not Dream anymore. It's all E Girls. So same with Flower and Happiness. So. But, yeah. but. Going back to Exile here, if you guys are interested at all. Get their extreme best album. It pretty much has all their best work on them. <laughs> on a three disc set. And it hits pretty much 
all their big singles. One of my favorite songs is um, Lovers Again, which May J and um, Benny did a cover on. Benny did an English Ooh. cover of Lovers Again, and it's probably my favorite, one of my favorite songs by Benny, honestly, is a cover. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen. I, I love Benny, actually, but I'm really curious to hear the cover. I've been meaning to pick up her cover albums. Uh, it was on cover one, and she actually did cover a music one. She actually did a music video for it, too. So Really? She, I'm going to have she, to pick up the... She went all in on Lovers Again, and it's like a, a shot for shot what what uh, Exile did for Lovers Again. I'm going to have to kind of get both now, because I would like to hear, you know, the original and then compare it to that. Even though I don't... I mean, I like to hear original and, you know, the the cover. I love Benny in general, and I've been meaning to pick up the, the limited version of covers, uh, 1, 2, and 3. I still don't have those, but it gives me more incentive to actually pick it up now if you say it's really good. So, what what cover did Meche do? Um, I th- was it on... I think it was on her, her, her covers one. Let me... Which go. covers album? She's a million. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. Let me. Uh, um, I I have like two or three of her cover albums, and I kind of gave up, but I might pick up her newest one. Let me. Let me go. I was just curious. I will say, Exile wise, I love their song Twenty Four Carats. Exile side, yeah, they did that. Um. It was on her sweet song cover one. I'm not. The one I don't have. Another album I need to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that. Oh, uh, she did a Nata. Yeah, that was the song by them that this she did. So, but X Exile. If if you like the R and B stuff, they do all the pop and locking and dropping the beats, but. I specifically really love their ballads. Their ballads are so good. Lovers Again is probably my favorite song. Tiamo, the Iwaki song, is like my favorite song too. Benny, Benny did a, another cover for that, which is a really good cover. Um, Futatsu no Kyuru is always a good song. It was uh, the, the theme song for Tokyo Dogs by um, Shinoguri. Anata A is always a good song too. Um, Twenty Four Carats ha- had all their like their um, their brother groups and other artists to help them out. Like Soel was in it, Doberman, Ink was in it, and I think uh, J Soul Brothers. I think that was their beginning song, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, Someday is always a good song too. Rising Sun, oh man. But if if you guys have heard about XL, they were featured on I think Teens React from the Fine Bros, and the song New Horizon showed up. Hmm. Yeah. So New Horizon showed up as the 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 males, the male side. It was like the only male song that they did because I believe they used uh, Perfume, AKB, and XL. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, they talked about idol industry on that episode. I know I was, like, getting triggered. <laughs> I was, like, legit getting triggered. <laughs> so. But. 
yeah, Exile is an amazing thing. I'm looking forward for uh, Star on a Wish. Star of Wish, yeah. Their new album. I got the Collector 3, three disc Blu-ray set. Bye-bye $80. But <laughs> I'm looking forward Ooh. to that. That, uh, that I think it'll be worth it. Yeah, I'm looking really forward to that Blu-ray set. Because it's three discs. And th- that in and of itself is worth $40 in Japan <laughs> money. <laughs> And um, I'm looking to have a physical copy of My Star. My Star is probably my favorite song by them right now. Um, next to uh, Lovers Again. But it's it's a really sweet and slow song. Oh, man. Th- their ballads are so good. If, y- if you guys have a chance, um, check out the, the music video of My Star on... Um, on our our website you can check it out there but my star is probably my favorite song by them <laughs> from the new album anyway but yeah um let's continue on with your next your next group um so this is hard because i i don't have as many but sold out was one of them for a while I want to listen to them again because it's been a little, but I really like them. And they were one of the early hip hop groups I got into. Do you remember Sold Out? I'm vaguely remembering. <laughs> Diggy Mo, he did a, he did Dopamine with, uh, yeah, okay. with Unflow. Yeah, now I know. <laughs> with Brother High Brother and Shinosuke. High. Um, I really like them. Actually, my favorite song by them is 10,000 Monsters Attack. There was a hundred thousand. It, it was, um, it was, uh, oh, a million monsters attack. I was way off. I knew, I remembered the monsters attack part. And this was a song I actually heard on pop Japan TV as well. And I still love this song to this day. I, they actually don't do music anymore. They haven't done anything since 2013, which actually makes me kind of sad because I really liked uh, a lot of their, they combined, they did some beatboxing with rap and they were a very interesting combination, a very weird group, you know, hip hop group, very different. I, I remember they also were featured on a Boa song. It was, um, it was on her best album, uh, Best of Soul. And I, I really liked the Emo's rap and I really liked that Brother High did the the beatboxing because, you know, it kind of reminded me of Beastie Boys. A li- Their music reminded me of Beastie Boys, like a Japanese Beastie Boys. There we go. You know, you know it's funny. I get- um, so their, their song, Mega Lupus Patrol, was used mm-hmm. for the Japanese opening or the Japanese version of the Boondocks. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I did not realize that. They did. The, um, the Boondocks even went to Japan. Well, I, I guess either. it's they it didn't... because the the style that uh, they they based it off of is fairly anime-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they did Lala Love Song with Boa too, but and they did Candy Pop with Heartstales, and I love the song Candy Pop. No, uh, you know what song I'm talking about? Yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Candy Pop. Oh my god, I love that, and that was one of the early songs I heard by them, and. Still one of my top songs that I always have to put in a playlist. So, I mean, I recommend checking out some of the early stuff. Um, 
there if you like hip hop beatbox and that type of thing, um, I, I would recommend them. My stuff is more R and B hip hop is most of the groups I got into over the years. Um, I guess it was the kind of style I went for, but they were ones I, I really enjoyed and one of the first artists I ever listened to, so So what uh Ken do you have a few more groups or um I I think I think I I'm pretty much out of any right now um I'm probably going to go out pretty soon and buy more and look at more like groups cuz I'm it's as hot as balls in Japan so <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... And we're running a, a little bit on our average time here, so let's let's kind of stop it here. And I want to give you some some things to talk about with Gray when you guys do a personal podcast like this too. But it was it was good to have this. It's it's good so that we can let our our, our listeners know what kind of music that we really like compared to just going over the charts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives an insight to a variety of music, because if you look at the groups we all listen to, it definitely from rock to hip hop to R&B to pop. I mean, it's it's an amazing variety that you can find. So and, you know, it'll give it'll give you guys something to think about. Um, maybe you guys can exper- experience with some more music, too. And I'm hoping YouTube has a lot of the stuff. Unfortunately, a lot I mentioned was Sony. Yeah, I was going to say, and, I don't know about the Sony artists you, you talked about. <laughs> and I know that's why I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I know Orange Range isn't under Sony anymore. They're under Victor now. But they're, you know, and you might be able to find some, some of their older stuff because I don't know if Sony is going to take all their older stuff down. Who knows? So, um, but if you are in Japan, go to Book Off. Check their, their Hyaku Yen section. I got so many CDs in the Yakuyen section just browsing. Just the dollar section, so, dollar bin section. It's so good. It is. That's where I got some of my Utada albums, my Every Little Thing albums. I got an uh, Namie album in there, her Sweet 19 Blues album. I mean, I got some good stuff in there. Um, and that's how I discovered a lot of artists, too. If you do live there, if you don't, you can. there actually are a couple Japanese sellers on eBay. There's one I buy stuff off of music horizon he actually he and he's based out of osaka and the reason i'm giving him a shout out is he actually i uh, messaged him about the podcast and he's a good seller i've been buying off him for years actually and reasonably priced like japanese albums for around five or six dollars usd and all you know he has a good description photos but i've gotten a lot of japanese albums from him too um if you don't live in japan and don't have the option to export but also check out CD Japan and Yes Asia for a lot of the newer artists, for older stuff. You know, eBay can be a good option. And Amazon can too, actually. And if you if you guys are lucky to have like Spotify or Apple Music, a lot of the these Japanese artists do have Apple Music sessions or Spotify sections. So, you know... Say, any, Apple Music is really good. Yeah, Apple Music has been becoming really good. They have some yes. of, some of the Sony stuff artists. So like a lot of the Keizaki Kaya peop, uh, songs are on Apple Music. So mm-hmm. um, 
They also have Scandal. They have Ayumi Hamazaki. They had uh, Namie. Um, They have a lot of really good stuff. If you have Apple Music, I just put a whole bunch on my best friend's iPod to listen to. Yeah, so um, I would highly recommend that. Either check Spotify or Apple Music because sometimes some of the Sony artists, uh, occasionally they have stuff on there. So if you guys can't find any of the artists that we mentioned on YouTube... And go if you have Spotify or Apple Music, go check them out. But yeah, I I want to say thank you very much for uh, listening to last week's episode, our huge Utada podcast. I know that was a slog to go through; it was like close to two and a half hours. Oh yeah, it was a long episode. It was a lot of fun though, you know, enjoying that time with an artist that we all love. So I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, and I can't wait for uh, the Bridio episode, which is on the 27th of this much, uh, this month. So look forward to that. And also, we will be doing a Twitch live stream of a live episode on the 20th of uh, this month. Check it out at twitch.tv slash ongaku to you. So if not, just go to uh, twitch.tv slash koryuhunter, K-Y-R-O-U. H-U-N-T-E-R um, for anything. They'll He always hosts us, and he's our affiliate for you, Hunter. Uh, he is a Japanese uh, game streamer and our pretty much our human mailbox at this point. <laughs> I'm going to say thank you to him again because I feel really, really bad about this past week. <laughs> or actually last week. Actually, it was last week um, about that. I feel really bad. So if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Yeah. He, Amazon uh... Japan kind of kind of um wasn't was supposed to ship things together and he didn't i'm so sorry i feel really really bad yeah he uh mentioned his concern to me (laughs) i had a feeling i i understand that and i felt bad but his streams are awesome by the way i got caught watching them at work um i um and unfortunately it it took away too much my phone but if you guys get a chance check out his streams um the gundam breaker one was awesome and the Star Fox one he was doing that and resident evil there's some really cool games, and he's actually really fun to watch. And he's also really interactive with the chat, too. So I definitely recommend checking him out. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, you can find us at ongaku to you all one word, at Twitter and Instagram. If you guys have been looking on there, you've been seeing my posts that I've been doing while I was in Japan, looking at all the wonderful CDs and sites. I um, I'm going to go to the... Uh, your name, like staircase, and I'm gonna take a picture. Like, um, like a dork I am, I'm gonna take a picture of doing the 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 um point of view action, looking down the staircase. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I'm looking forward for Jump Fiesta tomorrow. So, uh, I was like debating should I go today also, but because the Sakana action and Kanaboon is gonna be there. But, ooh, it's like $80 for one day. And I'm ooh, like, mm, $160 for two days. Yeah. It's it's hard. I mean, such a hard choice, you know, when you go there. It's like, you got to make sacrifices. Who do I really, who do I want to see even more? Yeah. And, like, if you guys, like, I really want to go to Rock, and, Rock, um, Rock of Japan Festival this year is such a good lineup. It oh my goodness. If if you guys are going in Japan 
in late August. That's when they always have this festival. Um, it's the it's like one of the biggest like rock f- uh, and band festivals. It's so good. I'm like I'm so excited. Like Asian Kung Fu Generation is gonna be there. Orange Range is gonna be mm. there. Maximum the Hormone is gonna be there. Oh. M Flow is gonna be there. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, I, can't I? Of, oh, I want to go. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't take vacation in August. Too many people have already taken it. Plus, I need to save mine for next year. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna sp- uh, spit off just a couple of the artists here uh, on Friday. In and of itself, Aqua Times is going. That's going to be one of their Ooh. last performance because they're breaking up uh, after this year. I'm so mad about that. Uh, but uh, I am too. My favorite song is Bellonica. Oh, I man. love that song. It's so good. Yeah, uh, Kizaki Kaya 46 is going to be there. Uh, Sakana Action, Sakamans is going to be there. Oh, man. And that's just the first day. Asian Kung Fu Generation. Uh, Fuji Fabric is going to be there. A lot of big pop songs. Um, the anime singer Lisa is going to be there. The, oh, yeah. I love her. Mongo, she just released those two best albums. Yeah, Mongo, Mongo 800 is also going to be there. Um, Suzuki Adi is going to be there too. So mm, Wow. And that's just the first day. That's just the first day. <laughs> so that's both, crazy. Yeah. Like this, that, that day is like stacked. Enflow is also going to be on the first day. The second day it's like Asian Kung Fu. Um, Caddy Pami Pamu. Gotch is going to be there. Um, Gotch is the lead singer for Asian Kung Fu. Um, Hyde is gonna be there, Bish and Bandmade, Toxic Treat, oh, that second day looks good, too. Wow. Uh, maybe I should just quit uh, up and, uh, go, and go to the And festival. move there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe a CD Japan tiring. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this uh, episode of Ongaku to You. You guys can, uh, if you guys like the style of, um, podcasting where we just spout off our favorite artists let us know uh, at ongaku2u.com it was a very different style of format that we usually don't do we usually go more into news and stuff like that but because uh, this week was a little hectic and uh, news was a little bit more difficult to come by because I'm I'm in Japan I don't really have good internet so um, doing this was a a lovely little chore or a little um, Mm -hmm. Let's just say challenge to do. <laughs> but yeah, um, we usually go over news and the Oricon and all the top 10 and talk more about what's really popular. But this is more so to let, let you guys know what we're into. But yeah, you can visit us at ongaku2u.com, our, our main site that has a lot of stuff that we always update daily on. We're going to be cranking out a couple more um, more bands, uh, more news articles, and a couple more indie, indie corner stuff because apparently that became really popular. So I'm I'm really happy about that because that that lets us know that you guys want to know more more bands and more artists that don't really get that limelight. So I'm really happy that that corner is really taking off. Yeah, is there any other news that you wanted to bring up, Luna, before we sign off? Um, the only, um, mm, mm, 
can't really think of anything. You might see something on the website later. I don't know if I should let it be a no, I can't think of any news, actually, that I have right now. Uh, we but... will do a big announcement next week, pretty much about the future of what this show is going to be about. But we'll talk about more about that next week, because um, it's something that we need to kind of let you guys know. And um, it's more important that we have Gray on also to talk about this news. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah, I can't think of any news at the moment. Um, but just stay tuned, keep listening, because we do got some good stuff coming towards you. Yes, yes. And um, yeah, if anything, just let us know how we're doing at ongakudu.com. You can let us know on Twitter and Instagram. We're on there almost every day, and we're updating posts all the time. So just reach out yep, to us. Yep, Say hello. We don't bite, we promise. But yeah. Mm-mm. I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Kenz. Sign off. You guys have a good day. Mahalo. Thank you, everyone, for listening to uh, today's episode of Ongaku to You. I hope you had a wonderful fourth, and I hope your weekend continues to be wonderful if you're still celebrating it. <laughs> um, so continue listening. And this is Luna signing off. <laughs>